It's now time for the Rural News with Susan Murray. Kia ora, Susan. Proposed Massey science staffing cuts are a huge concern. Kia ora, Charlotte. Massey University is proposing reducing staff in food technology and plant and natural sciences by 60%, with more than 100 jobs expected to go. Lincoln University's Professor of Agricultural Sciences, John Hickford, says the move is wrong for a country whose economy relies on the primary sector. Dr Hickford says tourism could also be affected because our conservation estate needs people who understand plants and the impact of pests. He says if universities need to make cuts because foreign enrolments are down, then the whole university funding system is failing. The universities have to be primarily focused on creating well-being and wealth for New Zealand, not necessarily surviving by bringing in foreign students. And I think the fundamental problem is one that we've known about for a long time, which is that we let 17-year-olds in New Zealand really decide the strategic direction of our university sector because, of course, funding follows students. So if a student decides to do ag and hort or plant science, then the university is funded to do that. But if the students don't choose that, then the funding follows tertiary students in other areas. Do we no longer need plant science, genomics, breeding new rye you know, high-tech food initiatives at Massey, effectively delivering um, benefit to New Zealand? Dr Hitford says last year there were 1,720 agricultural students across four universities in all years of study, compared to 4,730 during performing arts. He says when New Zealand suddenly needs plant scientists, they can't be imported from overseas. We can't just open the floodgates to bring in technical expertise. We've got to train it ourselves to be able to run our our unique operating systems, our unique management systems, our unique technologies that we use in pastoral production. We know we're really good at pastoral production, but those people are not out there waiting to come to New Zealand to pick up a job. We've got to produce our own people. The latest proposed Massey cuts come on top of 200 job losses announced in July. This week before Election Day, we're speaking to spokespeople from the top five political parties polling over 5% on what they plan to do for farming if they become the next Minister of Agriculture. Nationals Agriculture spokesperson Todd McClay says the Minister of Agriculture would be one of the most important jobs because farming is the most productive sector in New Zealand. He says National will, will get rid of rules and regulations that cost farmers and don't work. So the RMA has been uh, changed by Labour in the dying days of this parliament will be uh, repealed. We will get rid of it in 100 days and then we will put in place common sense changes that make it easier for all New Zealanders, particularly rural New Zealand. We're going to have a real common sense approach to this uh, where we do need to have rules. We're going to work with farmers to make sure that they work for them, not against them, and so there will be a lot of change in a short period of time, but not change that you can't adjust to, change that's good for you, because we need a productive sector in New Zealand. Water is an important issue. What would you do to assist in that department? Well, one of the challenges we have in New Zealand is sometimes we have too much water and therefore we've not thought well about how to use it better. We think we can get that balance right. We're going to allow farmers to store water on their land as a permitted activity and then we're going to work with councils on a region-by-region, catchment-by-catchment approach to make sure that the water that is needed is available uh, and that we have common-sense, sensible rules. To give you an example, it's just madness that in New Zealand you need the consent 
to grow vegetables. We always said we're going to make that a permitted activity and of course the availability of water must come with that. Greenhouse gas emissions are a big thing for farmers. When will they have to pay for these? Well, there have been no uh, on-farm gas emissions for methane until 2030 at the latest. We're pushing the price out until then. And before that, we need to make sure that farmers have the tools that they require to be able to reduce emissions uh, without merely producing less. We're not going to be sending jobs and production overseas, but we will be working with farmers to meet their obligations. The very first thing we have to do is assess the science and targets next year of uh, agricultural's uh, contribution to net warming so that we know what needs to be achieved, then provide those tools to farmers so that we can actually, uh, you know, produce more with less. We should be talking about emissions efficiency, not emissions reduction. Uh, You know, farmers have always become more efficient at producing food in New Zealand. This is just one more challenge they've got, but we're backing them. Nationals Agriculture Spokesperson Todd McClay. Pig owners nationwide are being reminded to stay vigilant around what they feed their animals amid fears of African swine fever arriving in New Zealand. It's a highly contagious virus among pigs, which has spread rapidly around the world since it was first discovered in 2007. It was found in Sweden for the first time early last month, prompting countries like Australia and the Philippines to halt pork imports and sparking a call from industry body NZ Pork for New Zealand to follow suit. Chief Executive Brent Kleiss says commercial and small block owners must double down on the care they take with pig feed. If you have pigs or you you visit pigs, maybe friends and family have got some, be really careful what you feed them. We know that the number one way that it could come into the country is, is through pigs being fed anything that may have come into contact or contain meat or meat products. So when, you, when you're feeding your pigs, be really careful what you feed them. You should be cooking for about 100, 100 degrees for an hour if you're going to feed them anything with meat in it. Otherwise, just steer clear of that altogether. It's the number one way that, that it could get into the country. And that's the same for something like foot and mouth too, which it doesn't just affect pigs. So really important to feed pigs the right, right food. Brent Kleiss says it's unlikely AFS is already here, given the scale of testing and surveillance of commercial pigs. And finally to Australia, more than 30% of New South Wales is classified as being in drought or in being drought affected or in drought. Some of the worst affected areas are in the state's Northern Rivers region. New South Wales Primary Industry spokesperson Anthony Clark says a dry September is also ta- starting to take a toll further west. That ends our rural news, Charlotte, for this lunch hour. Oh, Thank you very much, Susan.